0: Spider Man, hey, welcome to Cave Crisis, the comic book podcast on the Laser Time Network, hosted by me, Henry Gilbert. That's H E N E R E Y G on Twitter. Oh, thank you
1: for extending that, so I can. Not that one. That's convoluted. Woo! Ooh, hey. Uh, Whoopsie daisy
0: Welcome to the weekly podcast where we talk about all the big events in the world of comic books, sequential art, and graphic Tell novels. Tell us your name and something about you. Uh, I'm Henry Gilbert. you and... got a little dick. It's pathetic. Oh, I'm just... just yeah. you son of a I gotcha. gun. I
1: gotcha. I gotcha.
0: Um... <laughs> um,
1: hey, it's all charged up today. And you're Christopher Antista,
0: and boy, I've been trying to get other people to show up. But it's I a still massive dick, just, and it's um, wonderful. Yeah, we're just <laughs> um, just the two of us again. But I think we've been doing pretty good. If I, if I, can say I so far think so. so too.
1: Despite me not, I'm not sure if I read any comics. Uh, <laughs> I, I read enough for the both of us. Um, but what I did, well, I, what I did want to acknowledge, and I hate that this does happen on occasion. This becomes kind of like a sequel to Laser Time. And this week we mm-hmm. had on Louis Heitzman oh, Yeah,
0: well, the thing of this as partial advertisement and partial cleanup postscript for. Um, well,
1: Lazy yeah, Time. but it does it does vaguely relate to comics. Okay. Well, so. one, I I think you said you were you want to do that too. A quick. Shout out to Sam Simon, good man. Yeah, good Sam man. Simon.
0: Sam Simon passed away. He is the. Mm-hmm. I think we should do that as a laser time someday. Of like maybe the underrated guy who's
1: the, the the guy who doesn't get enough credit. I yeah, I lo- just looking at his bio, it's like Gary Shandling Show, Cheers, Ta- These are like everything you like. These are the sitcoms that don't suck when you watch yeah. them now.
0: Well, and like as as happens on WTF, they re released his episode. Oh, they this did week, good. And I re listened to it. I was like, oh yeah, he. He made The Simpsons. Like he, he's,
1: He drew Mr. Burns. I know that. Yeah, he, he
0: did. Sam he, Simon. He's one of the, the... He's the third co-creator. So, I read... I read the... I wanted to bring up Sam Simon because I read this, this uh, Simpsons theory mm-hmm. that I never heard before and it blew my mind. What? And it all makes sense and was partially confirmed by Sam himself. That Homer's in a coma and... No. Flaming Moe's... Uh-huh is about Sam Simon and Matt Groening. Like, oh. Sam Simon is Homer who creates the thing, but oh. at, at at the Mo establishment... Hey, Moe! And then Mo Matt Groening, mm-hmm. takes all the credit as I'm the creator. Oh, boy. And that's the... And he turns into a real a-hole, and they stop being friends, and then become enemies. Like... And then like I this was a great article That's on insane. the Vox about it mm-hmm. and just saying that like I forget where he sourced it it wasn't from the it wasn't from the WTF but Sam mm-hmm. Simon said like that may be true mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way that said it is exactly true like you totally called it like it was it was the writers mocking Matt Groening for being credited as the Simpsons creator because mm-hmm. as the as many articles this week pointed out like mm-hmm. He did create the somewhat crude cartoon figures that then starred in the Tracy Ullman things, mm-hmm. but it was James L. Brooks and Sam Simon that made it into a show. Yeah, and that if you really and there were like multiple interviews with like first season writers mm-hmm. and at first to third season writers that said, we were writing for Sam. We wanted he to make was Sam the day-to-day laugh. day to day showrunner
1: for the first three seasons. Yeah, wasn't he?
0: Uh, mm. until Gene and Reese took over. But yeah, that anywho,
1: it was really great. Look how Sam Simon. Got I do, and story. I, I like. I don't know, I really like that dude I like like the way he lived And I like the way He was diagnosed with six months to live Mm -hmm. Two years ago And really did something awesome As someone like fabulously wealthy Just gave away all his money Like tried to give away all of his money Before he died Mm -hmm. To great causes Yeah A lot of animal rights uh, activities And as my tribute to Sam Simon uh, I went veggie again. Oh, really? See how long I hold to that. But I, but I, I always want to do that. I, I mm. like being veg. It's it, yes, there are there are my, minor moral reasons, but it's more the idea. I don't want to go to a gym uh, ever. <laughs> so and, taking the meat out. Yeah, you don't gain weight like that. ever when you don't eat meat. It's
0: good point. Good point. True. Uh, let's see
1: vegetarian
0: in the non-comic book reading area. I Wait, definitely... hold on. I, this is we can get to this. Okay,
1: because like if you listen to this week's episode of Laser Time, we had uh, Buzzfeed's TV editor, oh, that's right. awesome dude. Uh, Lewis Peitzman on Yep Talks about Gotham a bit Because his buddy's like On the Love the way he diplomatically Talks around <laughs> His opinions on the show To say his friend Is awesome as Penguin mm-hmm. um, But I was I Somebody I, We recorded that A little while ago And I'd been asking that Of a bunch of my guests Like what the What are you watching On television Because I don't have Any shows now mm-hmm. People got re- in the comments. People were very reactive, like Ugh, Jane the Virgin, like barf. Like, uh, like I don't know. I can see why it'd be quirky. Yeah. If you're a you know L A gay dude, but but it
2: it, it I it was that, that was, was a little while ago, yeah.
1: and um I mean, you'll probably hear me ask it again. But it it I have found several fucking good shows, mm-hmm. and most of which I can recommend to you guys here because they do kind of relate to comics. Better Call Saul does not, but it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Watch it anyway. Um, but it's great. Uh, I've watched on somebody's, I forget whose recommendation, The Returned. Have you heard oh, of that? Oh, yeah.
0: Was that Bob Mackie,
1: maybe? It was, it's on Netflix. The, I think there's an American remake it's series. It's the En Francais. The French one the is French. fucking amazing. It's it's kind of like, it's it's looking like the first days of The Walking Dead if people didn't, if they weren't zombies yet. Maybe I people see. came back but hadn't decayed and they just wake up. Year, some four years, thirty-five years after they have, d- have died, having not aged a day and remembering everything, and just walk back to where they used to live. Interesting. And, Interesting. and how that fucks up this tiny little town huh. that's slowly succumbing to a, a flooding dam. It's it's so beautiful and so fun. It's on Netflix. Twelve mm-hmm. e- or eight episodes. Fucking great. French. All that good stuff. Another show. And this is this is great. My, probably my favorite new show of the group because I think I, this weekend I just my lady left. I gotta go meet my parents Oh I'm not gonna do that And then uh, 12 hours Monster Hunter Peripheral Vision House of Cards Got through all the uh, House of Cards Fine show I'm just I'm not in love with that show But I do like right, Yeah it. Uh, But it, and but the best new show I did see mm-hmm. um, Was The Last Man on Earth Oh is, I love that the Which first... is basically Why The Last Man If it were a Horribly bleak comedy it is the bleakest comedy ever. Yeah. I well, that is do not true. A favor, but. and don't do what I did. Don't go to the IMDb page and see that there's more than one person in the cast because it starts out. Yeah, with, you should know nothing about it. It, like, it reminds me of why like Will Forte is this treasure that we don't celebrate. We often don't enough. celebrate him at all. He, he is such so good. A, he
0: is so good. Like that, it's his passion project too, yeah. and that it came together. Like he wrote it. He's mm-hmm. the executive producer on it, but also it's. His old buddies from Clone High who then went on to make the, the twenty one jump straight in Lego. The and, it's... and also they're making they're part of the army of Ghostbusters makers now. Like mm-hmm. did you see that Ghost real mm-hmm. quick, did you see that Ghostbusters news? it's just mm-hmm. I don't know, it's so weird for them to be like everything is a brand and everything yeah, you make five movies of everything now, but like before they even get out Girlbusters that mm-hmm. they can't even like they have to immediately go like, no, 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 we got dude ones coming too. Yeah, like They're Sony. They did this with Spider-Man like last
1: year. I know. The exact it's same bad. thing. I don't, I don't know. Well, I like, I like I, that Phil Lord and Chris Miller are going to work on it. I love that superheroes are disembedded in popular culture right now. Mm. But I really did love it when I was a little kid and ghosts were awesome. Yeah. Well, I liked awesome multicolored poltergeists. They were so great. The Last Man on More Earth... More
0: ghosts. The Last Man on Earth, I...
1: Oh, yes. It's I love what... stuff like that that is just the fantasy of I'm alone and what would I do? But just it's like... it starts out like the 45 minute pilot is, I think it's two episodes put together. He is the last man on earth. There is no one else around. Everybody has died of a virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love him watching Castaway alone. Like, you can't talk to
2: It's a volleyball. Nobody would time. talk to balls.
1: Who and cares? then it flashes forward like a couple months and every single ball in his house has a face and a different <laughs> name yeah. Gary, Tom, Ted. <laughs> Well, Jerry, I, I also love he just he stole all this
0: art. and just yes. put it and lives in the governor's mansion yes. seemingly, and that he like drove across the country in a bus. And, and he shits uh, in a pool, and also that like he, <laughs> and that he can like if he runs out of stuff in this town, he just moves to another town. Like mm-hmm. it's that's what's interesting about it too. Of like when you, it's one of the last people instead of like you're one of two million people left. <laughs> Like, yeah. in Walking Dead, it's like, oh, everything's been looted. Everything has. Yes. But, like, there's nobody else
1: to loot stuff. There's it's m- just him. And he's the last man on Earth until Christian Shaw shows up. Still, man, being him being the last man on Earth. Yeah, you probably yeah. shouldn't know that either. But whatever. It's like... She's great. And it keeps going from there. It's they, so All the promos they're on television, on Facebook. Now they're ever, very right?
0: open about her in it. And yeah. she's...
1: I love Christian Shaw so much. And like, what to do... I wouldn't fuck you if you were the last man on earth. Well, he is, and they don't like one another. Yeah. And it's like such this weird classic premise for a sitcom mixed in with what I honestly believe a comic book mentality. Like, this kind of wouldn't have happened. It's too high concept of comedy. It probably won't last more than a season. I think it looks it's expensive. M-
0: uh, yeah, I think it's more popular than they expected oh, good, it to good, be, good, It's but, really good. Yeah,
1: it is really it's good. It's second to that. <laughs> second to that. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah I Fucking really fantastic I
0: really like it It's growing on me a I lot watched too. that And
1: then Last Man or I'm like Last Man or Is better But now I have more Kimmy Schmidt And it's just <laughs> well, keeps getting Well because you better. got All 13 episodes at yeah, once As opposed better. to A weekly schedule it, like, it just keeps getting better It is a weird parody of It's up New York's ass A little bit Yeah And While well, they're
0: filming In New York though. They are
1: they are always filming In New York It's It's very weird To see that on Netflix mm-hmm.
0: Well and also like I like that it's um, 30 Rock Junior mm-hmm. in a lot of ways are like they just kept making more 30 Rock but it's new people in new situations but people say crazy things mm-hmm. of just like such crazy lines my and also I love Titus he's so, so funny. Like he's, he's so like this just discovery like, mm-hmm. he's so awesome like I think my favorite My favorite line of his was when he was dropping Kimmy off to go to get her GED, Mm -hmm. and then she was like, don't hug me, and you are embarrass me from all these other adult students. And then he says, well, gee, Kimmy, I hope when you're gay and black that your Kimmy
1: says that to you. I, I, I've i had a Carol Kane is great in that show she said what um, happened Martin to her when, how
0: did she like disappear for she's years so and funny. now she's back on this thing
1: uh, Jane what's her name great like everybody's great, great on it and uh, one of the episodes it being a New York parody it's, mm-hmm. and this is how I guess from what I heard NBC was like Tina Fey, we love your work. Can you please make Ellie Kemper show? Because Ellie Kemper is fucking awesome. She's great. She needs her own. She's hilarious. Show. She deserves that. And it, to throw it back to laser time, a couple weeks ago, episode I don't know if a lot of people listen to. Derek do with it. That video uh, DC Pearson made broke <laughs> yeah. her. That's how she got the job yeah. in the office. His look up Ellie Kemper blowjob. You will and click on the first result. But it's but, a great video.
0: But yeah, that she's she's awesome on it, and it was. It was one of those failed pilots that mm-hmm. saved from the trash yes. pile by Netflix. And it's the same thing about to happen with a show I'm really looking forward to. Jeez, mm-hmm. um, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's the new show from Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner. Oh. It's being a, a Hulu show. And, like, Don't know those two are hilarious. Like, they're both great, and it's about them pretty much playing themselves being New York buddies so it's kind of like Broad City except and one that is of them, so
1: good Broad City is fantastic yeah
0: except one of them is a gay
1: person instead of like two women right? I see but I, I was trying to keep it to comics Jesus Christ for like 10 minutes in uh, but one of the episodes I forget what it's called but it's it's listed in the description Titus the giant uh, gay blackmail, is trying out for a Spider-Man play um, I love this reference—he's trying out for a Broadway musical. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. It's well. Hold on. Here's here's this clip.
3: What are you looking for here? We just want to see if you can continue acting after being struck by a fallen Spider-Man. <laughs> Look, there they are,
2: all fifty Spider-Men. <laughs> so it's it, it,
1: it, it's a, a dated joke because that Broadway production has been shut down for almost a year. We have a special up, episode. What is it? Uh, so like I guess it was the Around annual, the 75s. yeah, I think so. um, yeah. Where I have actually seen this the turn off the dark Spider-Man musical. It's mm-hmm. hilarious, pretty fun, outrageously <laughs> silly. So it's parodying that, but it—that's a dated reference. But it ends up being a more of a reference to Spider-Verse because it's called yeah. too many Spider-Men. And I, I thought it started as a reference because in the play there are like seventeen people playing Spider-Man. People mm-hmm. will swing up to one dark corner, and another guy will swing out. Um, it, I mean, it really is. It's a very specific joke about turn off the
0: dark of just like they had to cast a dozen yeah. Spider Men mm-hmm. and then they kept injuring themselves yes, and had to be them.
1: replaced. And this and there's a song about it and it's wonderful.
3: And I will crush that Spider Man and then that other Spider Man and all the Spider Men till I'm the Spider Man. 50% more Spider Man. Like, it's like a two minute song
1: that closes out at the end of the episode. Uh, I love that song. I want to plug because I was watching it just kind of like not expecting. Oh, it's about a girl who. Uh, four girls who are trapped in like a windowless bunker by a cult leader and then for get free for 15 years.
0: And then one of them get. And after they're freed, one of them is like, I'm going to do something with my life. I'm moving in New
1: York City. Yeah, but the, the opening scene is them coming out of the bunker and a guy. a angry black guy in the news describing it and then it just very slowly starts songifying it stroke, yeah. and, and making a memey video about it and then like the next episode I was thrilled to see that that's just the theme song now yeah it's a great theme song it's an awesome theme song that'll close us out unbreakable <laughs>
0: at first I thought it, when I talk about it I was just saying the word unbreakable and mm-hmm. I was like oh, people think I'm talking about the, uh, uh, Bruce the underrated mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan film
1: that's rated
0: no, I think it is his second best movie. Mm, that that's, might be mm. his best actually. Eh, Sixth Sense. It's, it's hard to. I've never to heard to... anybody say anything bad about the film. No. But yeah, well, people said a lot of bad things at the time, but Didn't uh, they? No,
1: they just bombed. Yeah, it was it was a big old bomb. And that was but that was like pre like only Spider-Man maybe was out. There were no superhero yeah. films, so somebody had to like sneak one in, basically riding on the success of the Sixth Sense.
0: He was a man a, a man ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you've been reading
1: is now that we're at it, fifteen minutes into the show.
0: Your fault. Um, Pull the reins. Your show. I, well, you said you hadn't been reading much, mm-hmm. so. I'm gonna have to just take up the. Just, I did uh, prepare some things for the show. I, I'm I'm ready
1: to hear. Them. We'll do it in, in oh, the I mean, new Spotlight. Some, you played it some already. Exactly. That's not hard. To, that's hard to capture Henry. Um,
0: so what you've been reading this week? Well, first off, I want to say I returned to Watchmen mm. for the first time in a while just because. Wait, I listened to embedded in last week's episode. The page I, yes. was the amazing uh, talk by Kieran, uh, comic writer Kieran Gillen, mm-hmm. uh, talking about just like. It's really about how Watchmen is, how you can know what the ending of Watchmen is because Watchmen is a clock that is made to be. You tell what its time is, mm. and you know where the next tick is going. And but so, who watches
1: the Watchmen clock.
0: Well, he and he, he he just also sets up a lot of like things of oh you never noticed this did you? And there were even mm. several things to me of like somebody who'd read it a million times. In my youth, as he describes too, like, oh yeah, I never noticed this either. I never noticed this thing, I never noticed this thing. And it if you've read The Watchmen, like I which I hope any listener here has, like it is it is a great reason you to re explore it. The from rereading it, I definitely was like I never liked the comedian character. Mm-hmm. I like you're kind of not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I also I even now just dislike him more. Of just like, well, he's a bastard, but he's our bastard. I'm like, no, fuck this guy. He's just, he's like, I I worry about all like the tools in life who have seen him. He's just like, yeah, it's a comedian. He's cool. Everything's a joke, and he's telling it like it is. Telling everybody how what's what's wrong. I was like, man, fuck that guy. I
1: think like, it was more like he's a thug, but he's our thug.
0: Not yeah, but he also is like I see behind. he, always, he kept saying things like. Mm-hmm. The world's a joke, and I'm the only one in on it. Like it, like he profound, thought he was smart. Profound. He thought, yeah, he thought he was more profound than everybody. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, it was just it was neat to re-explore the series for the first time in a long time. And I, I have the absolute Watchmen, which is the biggest, Ooh. boxiest box of it ever. <laughs> and also, Gillen even like covers the problematic, as they would say, elements of Watchmen. That he's just like. You know, you could... He, he just talks about it. I'm not going to... Just, just... Last really. week's show. Lasertimepodcast.com. You know, I'll embed it in this week's episode, too, just to Ooh. give you another chance. Uh, then a quick roundup, a couple of Spider books. I read Amazing Spider-Man number 16, which is just, let's get back on track. Time for a normal Spider... Oh, shit. I do
1: want to read that. Like
0: they have... They only have so much time before Secret War, so it's like, mm. let's just have a normal Spider-Man story to really? bridge between Spider-Verse and Secret War, because... Let's just have, hey, Spider-Man needs subplots and doing stuff. Like well, they also
1: let's... get to walk in with like all the confidence of the star employee because they know mm-hmm. after the purge they'll be coming back. Well, they've been selling so well, mm-hmm. like it is the best-selling books around, and so that also
0: makes me feel like, oh, the dancelot will never lose a job. Like mm-hmm. he'll always, he'll always be writing Spider-Man, and that as long as he wants to, he'll be doing it. Uh, and then follow up with that I also read Spider-Gwen 2 Which is really good mm-hmm. I, you know I I, I didn't think love the it's first a, issue
2: You know The issue
0: I, I I really like it mm-hmm. I But I'm not I actually think I like Silk of, mm. of the Because all women are in a competition For my affection mm-hmm. uh, I I will rank the women thusly And I think Silk is my favorite book so far. Mm -hmm. Then the reboot of Spider-Woman. And then Spider-Gwen. Those are my three favorite lady spider books.
1: Um... I just, I loved her Edge of Spider-Verse title. And if I'm like, that we're was... getting the book, here's the book. I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to read this anymore. <laughs> uh, you know,
0: I'm not, it's not pulling me in too no. much. Mm-mm. Not like the intro mystery in Silk or Spider-Woman. I like, think I'm really it... interested to see where those go.
1: I, I don't want to shit on the book. It's just, no, seemed, it I, made, I, I made it out to be something. This, this would be so cool if this happened. And, and then
0: uh, Star Wars Volume 3, which or Issue 3, which is mm-hmm. the conclusion of the first storyline for oh. it. And it is an amazing, it's all, oh, it's the most action-packed finale you expect, and it's just so, oh, th- was so fun. Oh, there was an
1: interesting news story about the guy who lined up the first Star Wars comic oh, in yeah? 1976. Uh, a lot of, his, uh, he wrote it on Facebook, I forget his name, but he was uh, working with George Lucas, obviously. Uh-huh. And it was in 76, no one knew what this <laughs> property was, uh, no one knew it was going to be this huge success, but he decided, like, this needs to be a comic. Because, like, that's who our audience is. So, yeah. like, he he says, nowadays, that's why there's so many people at Comic-Con. Like, our mm-hmm. audience is comic readers. That's where we want to be. But, like, we had no way to do that. I met with DC. I thought they were too boring of the company. Uh, uh, yeah. we wanted to try Marvel and they basically what they ended up offering uh, Marvel is uh, because usually I think they said this wasn't it was not a common practice but it had happened movies had used two comic issues mm-hmm. to get itself on new shows like with, back when people bought physical books it's basically like an advertisement uh, well to, yeah, to that's get your why like the
0: novelizations
1: theater. were so even into our childhood's mm-hmm. novelization like it's the mm-hmm. novel of the book. Like everybody loved that. Like it's it was to get people into Star Wars and they so what the deal they ended up signing was that Marvel got Star Wars for free, for free, <laughs> wow. no license deal, uh, I think wow. maybe some royalties, like after like it made an astronomical amount of money and it got five issues instead of the traditional two. It's a really long and detailed <laughs> That's account. That's amazing. I gotta look it, this up. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh,
0: and then lastly, what I read was Howard the Duck, number one. God damn it, I just heard uh, that about written that. Written by artist of Sex Criminals, Chip Zdarsky. Oh, really? Really? it is great like it is so funny because he because i don't know him as a writer but his twitter's fucking hilarious he's a he's i love that they hired a comedy writer to do yeah. the book like it's great and uh but he's man, primarily an artist uh yeah he's well a cartoonist mm. and so he's kind of a writer mm. and an artist that's his thing and i pulled up a couple of great things here like oh uh, well you don't want to it see the review. the last panel reveal the last page reveal but look at that there's this funny bit where Spider-Man, <laughs> uh, he's, he's asking him about <laughs> Catwoman. And, uh, right. or, pfft, Catwoman. There's mm-hmm. a joke where he calls Black Cat Catwoman in the mm-hmm. book. But he's asking Spider-Man about how to get help with Black Cat because he knows that he's to date. Spider-Man's like, ah, hey, you know what? I'm out of here. And then he says, uh, oh, I get it. Does whatever a spider can. Like scurry away immediately at any signs of danger. Go kiss some more criminals, jerks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so funny, and and also there's a really great scene of him and She-Hulk mm-hmm. hanging out. Like, and <laughs> he's snuck in this great line. Like, so he's a private detective, mm-hmm. and there's this real private duck. F- the so. wait, there's there's like, there's so many like little. This is why it feels like it's the work of a cartoonist mm-hmm. too, because there's so many little jokes in every panel, mm-hmm. just like hidden in places. Even though he doesn't draw it, he just writes it. But there's uh, uh he put up an ad so howard put up a, an ad for his agency mm-hmm. at a movie theater like in the movie theater slideshow mm-hmm. and then at the bottom it says like who to call 555 duck dick <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's>, like, <laughs> oh, wow. so funny
1: couldn't do that with the comic code
0: so yeah volume and man the 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 way issue one ends mm-hmm. is great like it's i love the promise of where it's going. Mm. Like it's trying to ride the wave of Howard the Duck' massive popularity from his stinger appearance
1: at the end of of Guardians of the Galaxy. Kind of a little late for that. You think they would have had something ready?
0: Well, they didn't expect people to actually give a shit about Howard. I, I, suppose. Think. I suppose Howard was appearing in books at the time. Like he was, oh, was he? he was a guest character in She-Hulk. That's mm-hmm. why he has a scene with She-Hulk. Because mm-hmm. they, it was set up in her book that they they're on the same floor in this. Uh,
1: I will be buying that immediately
0: after this program. It is so good. It is worth every penny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, there is currently a flash sale, and by that I mean flash comic Ooh. books. Uh, and really, there's a lot of great flash books. The the entire run. By Mark Wade mm-hmm. and Mike Wiringo mm-hmm. is I- incredibly good, mm-hmm. and I also love the book by uh, the the year long run that was written by Grant Morrison and hmm. Mark Miller, where really? it ends in a three parter where Flash is in a race across the galaxy against basically Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> what? A space alien with quill-like things who is short and blue and runs fast. Cream for chili dogs. It is, it is great. Look Look at all, like, it's all All 99 cents. Really great. Huh. I,
1: I, I want to read some more. I, I have loved, Flash to me was one of the more consistent DC books that I was reading. Yeah, it was really a lot of fun. Flash. And, uh, and Mark Wade and Jeff Johns
0: really got him I think it was mm-hmm. the most down to earth hero even though he can run mm-hmm. faster than than you can see like faster than light mm. like Jeff Johns found a way to make him really interesting and human it was his best work I think Jeff Johns oh has, is it because
1: is it hitting issue 500 or something um, They're called Flash 500 oh because 500 issues are not, so
0: yeah 500 it, wow Oof. yeah there's a lot to skim through Oof. don't buy any up until about issue 80 I think I'm looking well, at hey, issue like,
1: 100 twenty right now and they're pretty old look
0: guys it's your money you you can buy whatever (laughs) flash books you want but Uh, don't get anything I would say don't get anything until at least Mark Wade gets on the book post crisis mm. the eighties the eighties flash don't look Buy the 60s Flash if you really want. I'm just saying you probably won't like it. If you're going to buy a 60s DC book, buy Superman first. Did they start over with a, a number one at that point? Yeah, when, when Wally took over, they started over. He okay. was another of the number one dudes. And by the way, speaking of DC reboots, mm-hmm. I read... I. I'm really liking the promise of the next uh, stage of DC's life. Uh, it definitely feels. So I read yeah, this. Yeah, me too. Uh, Polygon.com. I have this really great interview with Jim Lee mm-hmm. and Dan Didio about where DC is going post their Convergence arc. Mm. And. They talked about how like they got too bogged down in continuity. This, the, partially, I'm reading in this, but they pretty much said it. like they they got too interested in continuity and interconnecting every book's book and being like it's one big universe. They're like, no, 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 it's about canon, not continuity. And the difference there yeah. is there's the canon of the book and what's canonical about the character in that character's book, mm-hmm. and that should be consistent across brands, but they shouldn't just be hanging out in everybody's book and like you can't map it out by the day of like this happened here and this happened there like it that's why like Batgirl is doing so good right now the mm-hmm. new the post Gail Simone Batgirl because they just redid everything and are just pretending like she's kind of in her own corner like she doesn't she's not really a big part of the Batman books right but now but it was like,
1: kind of like a soft reboot it wasn't yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a scorched earth policy towards mm-hmm. like nothing ever that ever happened when before it, it felt just... like it.
0: It. I think they you know, We're not to shift not to sound like somebody who loves Marvel more than DC. It's what but it I'm sounds just, like, I'm just saying. I think maybe DC learned something from Marvel's all new Marvel technique, which was mm-hmm. soft reboots mm-hmm. that with that may as well be new books with new and definitely have new status quo's, but don't but don't have to explode everything that happened before <laughs> it. Like, so
1: yeah, I I will definitely be I will be checking out some of the newer. DC books once that reboot happens. Oh my god, it's impossible to find the specific Flash you were mentioning. There are 500 issues on sale. I know. Review I, 10 at a time.
0: Um, okay, so let me talk... Murder in... on
1: Ice, issue number 56. Now, seriously, you need to get in the 80s. Like mm-hmm. 100. Or... This is the 87, 2009 volume. Yeah, get into the 80s. Get into the 80s. You know I love the 80s, Hank.
0: I love the 80s. No, stop it. Did you see Supergirl's costume... Uh, I did, yeah, right? for
1: the new DC show. Look they're cool. really,
0: I like it. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's totally from the same, I, I will give this to DC mm-hmm. hardcore that they, from character, from design standpoints mm-hmm. so with their TV shows, are like, these are superheroes. We're we'll not going to gonna hide this. from that. They, <laughs> they wear colorful costumes. Like, they're not going to look, they're not going to be super bright and vibrant, mm-hmm. but, these are people in full costumes. They're not. It's not going to be like Smallville's
1: dicking around and like hiding from costumes. And like, that—that's kind of newsishness, but it's a good time to bring it up because I—I did a write-up, kind of a too long of a write-up on the Daredevil trailer because I really did not like the teaser for whatever reason. And uh, I love Daredevil. I even said started out by saying pound for pound, heat like this is kind of one of my favorite comics uh-huh like most all of these deliver on a really weird level like all daredevil comics are good mm-hmm. it's it's can't say that about, it, like you can't say that about a lot of issues i love daredevil didn't really care much for the trailer and the, the full teaser uh i don't know somewhat it made me feel a whole lot better about everything yeah. i thought it was well, great vincent d'onofrio like he made me believe in him being the kingpin like, yes it, and it, as someone Ah, oh, man, we have comments beneath the article. Let me go look that up, actually. Because someone had... Um, you posted the trailer it, on LaserTimePodcast.com laser mm-hmm. And usually we read people's feedback there because you're all smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a terrible memory. Um, but someone had mentioned, I hope Vincent D'Onofrio is a physically imposing character. Mm-hmm. Um, who wrote that? Uh, you, boy. Um, D'Onofrio does look great as Kingpin. I was wondering if you could pull off... Pull, off, pull it off in terms of physicality. To me, he has, uh, has to have the combination of dangerous intellect and brutal physical presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan did a pretty good job. Yeah, a... you
0: have to... There are only so many people, like... Uh, that Kingpin,
1: you always forget. He's a fucking monster.
0: There are only so many professional actors, mm-hmm. like good, really good actors that are that giant. Yeah. like that... Yeah, And Michael right. Clark Duncan was one of the very few. Yeah.
1: Like... But D'Onofrio can be kind of a scary guy.
0: Oh, he's he's crazy mm-hmm. like or he's he is a method actor which may as well mean crazy because he like I would have hated to be on the set of uh, <laughs> a full metal jacket with him like going it because I been I, I mean, playing private pile like by the way I, I heard about like people were taking I heard this interesting thing where people were taking Kubrick to task for filming everything in England that he would mm-hmm. not leave England it was like it's
1: Vietnam in England like well <laughs> oh. were. Take yeah. it up with fucking Jim Henson and George Lucas, because that's where they shot everything to. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and one of the other things that most people noted about um, the trailer was there's no suit. Yeah. There's no red suit. Well, he wears a black costume. Well, he looks like just... a black iron fist mm-hmm. uh, in most of the trailer. But it, it does seem clear to me. It, it. I mentioned like I the last thing I want to see is any retelling of Matt Murdock's origin story. It's very mm. easy to say that I don't know what a warhead hit him in the foot killed his dad who cares like we get it Uh we don't need to see that again we don't need a daredevil begins uh but the origin of him becoming daredevil is probably going to be more interesting
2: yeah
0: well
1: i mean in the trailer you see the kid getting blinded
2: Mm
0: -hmm. you see you see stick like Mm -hmm. that you're seeing those flashbacks yeah and like he's wearing the costume he wore in man without fear dude and
1: the guy playing foggy nelson yeah uh, looks like a normal sized paul williams (laughs) He yeah, looks, that's a reference nobody will get. But he wrote the Rainbow Connection, <laughs> goddammit, and he's in, so in a banger. An, an attractive Paul Williams, uh, yes, a more a more. Oh God, I don't mean to trash Paul Williams. I watched the documentary on Netflix. Uh, still, oh, still alive. Whoa, mm-hmm. I need
0: to see that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's really
1: good. Like he's no so, one seems to care about him here. He ruined his career by being in a, a 70's seventies cornball uh, and appearing on every game show that would allow him to come on. Well, uh, well but,
0: was he just one of those guys who was like, I'm the songwriter but I should be the singer? And he just appeared everywhere. No,
1: he was hilarious. So he yeah. was writing all these hit songs with Barbara Streisand and the Carpenters and became super famous. And then it turns out, oh, you're very charismatic on the show and Johnny Carson likes you. Mm-hmm. Would you like to be on Hollywood Squares? Would you like to be uh, on Circus of the Stars? So by the time the whole world declared all that shit cornball and mm-hmm. undigestible, he was just associated with that instead of his singing career. Hmm. It was, it's weird. It's weird. I, it I like will tell you why. It's called Still Alive because the documentarian's like, I loved Paul Williams. And I wanted to find out what ha- He didn't know he was still alive. Wow. Um, All right. But, don't know, but more, more about the trailer from everybody else. Uh, Bladed Falcon and um, Bladed Falcon and somebody else. Wait, this looks. Yeah, complained about the level of dialogue. It was a little cornball, but it was trailery. Uh, Bladed Falcon said the trailer definitely looks loads better, but I audibly groaned at the part where Kingpin explains we have so much in common. Daredevil <laughs> retorts, "We're nothing alike." Can you please stop using this tired exchange in entertainment? Please, it's lazy, it's cheesy, and most yes. of the time it doesn't even fucking fit. But yeah. again, it's I think it's that's a trailer thing. You know, um,
0: I I this was a question of the week, but I'll talk about it a little here. I'm mm-hmm. Just like. The Daredevil, people say like, oh, but Spider Man has to, Spider Man has to be white. I'm like, I don't think so. Like, but I said that I didn't think being white was intrinsic to Spider Man. While I would say like being African is is intrinsic to the character of Black Panther, and Daredevil's one of the few I would say like, though, hey, prove me wrong, make make a black Daredevil. But that the character of Matt Murdock being irish catholic is mm. central to his character like is that's Perhaps, what yeah. so many people wrote from that
1: he's like he's a guilty irish catholic boy like that, who grew up on the on in hell's kitchen but yeah his story is so synonymous with hell's kitchen and mm. i've seen all i've seen all the movies you had and read all the daredevil books and seen that depiction of hell's kitchen and then like every new york comic-con my lady and i would just go walking around new york Mm-hmm. And then we realize, oh, we're right in the middle of Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> this place has been completely gentrified. too. there's uh-huh. no scary element here anymore at all. There are police everywhere. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> like this is, there's nothing scary about Hell's Kitchen. So I don't know. I don't know how important that is to Derek. I know it is important to who he is now. But yeah. like that literally doesn't exist.
0: It might not be that much anymore. That's true. It, but... It,
1: and um, but most of the people had commented about. Um, well, although Cody Salvo said, hope he gets the yellow suit. Uh, and he's like, "What the fuck do I care? I'm blind." <laughs> <laughs> um, but most people had commented, "There's no suit," and I had even written, "Like, I have a feeling it's not because they're afraid of showing the suit. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's going to be a lead up to the suit." Yeah, and not not a Smallville lead up at all. Uh, let's
2: hope not. I would
0: hope by the end of the of the series of the of which of the mini series, I guess, unless it, it's gonna just be a season and they'll make more of it. I, I hope it is like at the end of it they're like, yeah, you're down Daredevil now. Like, and, and you even
1: SMARS wondered below, I do wonder if they're embarrassed to put him in a suit. Uh, like the T V audience wouldn't accept the same thing they would they would in a theater. That's crazy though.
2: Maybe not uh, but then wasn't.
1: Thunderbird two hit us with a quote, Charlie Cox, uh the red, the red costume, it is coming Charlie Cox said it takes four people and forty-five minutes to put on. That sounds like a significant suit. <laughs> well, that is definitely on the way. All right then. Oh no, Rod the Master said when I watch this, I will play a drinking game. I will drink every time a character says a dramatic one-liner uh, that executives can clearly cut out for a trailer. <laughs> um, but what I had said in in the article itself, I'm like blah 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 here. I, I, part of the reason I didn't love the teaser because I didn't it it looked cheap. I didn't actually it's I didn't actually see Daredevil mm-hmm. really. Uh, I didn't. We didn't see a lot of Kingpin, but more importantly, like it has the familiar Mar- Marvel logo, but you couldn't really tell how it fit in with the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Until I... Uh... And when there's one throwaway line in the trailer, and it should be Cornball. Maybe she had an iron suit or a
3: magic hammer. <laughs>
1: um... <laughs> That and like and I, was, I said in the, the article, Canadian, technically, Canadian. like Catwoman could say that uh, legally in a DC movie. Yeah. However, that is exactly who Daredevil is. I've seen numerous issues. I know specifically in uh, Bendis' reboot of New Avengers, it's like we're forming the Avengers again. You come, he's like, no, no, I don't care. Like Daredevil focuses on it, what did I say? It's not who he beats up. It's in what he does. It's kind of about what he uncovers, and then Matt Murdock mm. will bring justice in his day job. That's that's how Daredevil works a lot. He mm-hmm. uncovers conspiracy. The Avengers don't care about missing children, uh, and they don't care about their because they're, small they're crime preventing syndicates. Earth from destroying. They are them. It, Daredevil is the, is Marvel's street level hero, and, and Spider Man bounces back a lot, back mm. and forth from both a lot. And I like that. I like that Spider Man can bridge those worlds, but Daredevil's
0: like, no, I'm on the streets. I'm I barely have superpowers. Yeah, it, but it,
1: but as a series, as a noir series, I'm so excited. It makes sense. It looks good. It, it, this is the perfect place for Daredevil. Uh, and then there was one other bit. Well, quickly there was
0: Chris Pine as mm-hmm. Green Lantern. Like, what? That's that that's really a happening? rumor going around from our old pals, the Latino Review. I know the shit. I think that would totally fit. I felt he should have. I, I feel like before the Green Lantern film was cast, I was saying, I hope this guy's Green Lantern. Chris Pine totally like he feels more like Hal than Ryan Reynolds does because mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds was like he's a little too corny, and jokey for Hal while. Well, uh and then also superman's getting a haircut uh kind is of he? a buzz cut like it's that it's makes much more sense shorter. for superman yeah
1: bald space marine and
0: then marvel studios is skipping comic con according oh, to yes. old
1: james Gunn. and he like further clarified, like no i'm not lying guys like yeah but it sounds just like marvel studios which kind of like
0: they have owned hall h every every year like on saturday every yeah. saturday they have owned it
1: they it is the thing you wait in forty-eight hours to see. Like, they have owned it, but then they also like did a completely similar earth-shattering announcement recently, which is normally what they do at Comic Con, and yeah. they didn't need Comic Con. It's kind do. of
0: like their Nintendo Direct. Yeah, yeah,
1: and the whole world got to see it and know about it instead of like the people who line up at six in the morning for possibly something unrelated and just sit and I hate fucking Comic Con. Well, I for mean, that. I think Marvel Studios could just rent Petco Stadium for next real. door mm-hmm. and be like, okay.
0: 30,000 people show up, or 20,000 people show up if you want to. Mm-hmm. We're projecting, we set up a giant screen, check it out. Like, it we'll can, sell tickets. It can
1: be half, half fucking announcements and release dates, and then half Marvel on ice. Like, just yeah. have Spider-Man <laughs> swing over the top. Well, a theory I read is that they're just going to do it at D23. But like, uh, that's... Dude, man, that event was so cool. I that, Marvel,
0: that Marvel is... Would you want to go to that? Uh, is it here?
1: No, it's in Anaheim. It's like it's. Oh, of course. It's kind well, of dope because you look up well, and you can just see you can see the back of Cars Land. Whether Marvel is there or not, mm-hmm.
0: Star Wars will control D twenty three this year, and I think it'll be it'll be a madhouse. said that a
1: madhouse. They said that last time, and it really didn't. The movie's
0: and, out this year, man. Like yeah,
1: yeah but I mean like. I, there's a subtlety, in, uh I don't know, a, a breathing room at D23. Like there's so, there was so much unused space.
0: And I hope by then Disney 3.0 is getting. It and what be, I uh, like, Disney Infinity 3.0. When I, I mean. go to
1: Comic Con, mm-hmm. primarily what I buy is all Disney shit. And I realized <laughs> that the, the, the Comic Con market marks that shit up by mm. about 400%. When I went to D23, I got everything I ever wanted for like a quarter of the price.
2: Wow, that's great. Animation right,
1: sells. Peach Dragon lobby cards, I got a set. Computer can, Who Wore Tennis Shoes poster, I got it. But you could
0: also <laughs> say that, like, Marvel probably, maybe they're just tired of making Comic-Con more famous. But like, we mm-hmm. could just, we have these great announcements. Like, I think
1: it's their studios. Like, what we always forget, because the, the well, yeah, studios Marvel overshadows comics everything. is not leaving. The comics the, aren't leaving. No. They're staying at Comic-Con. They'll have a show floor presence, I would bet. They just might not do the movie yesterday. I mean, literally,
0: I think it just means there will not be in, uh, 90 minutes of stuff hosted by Chris Hardwick yes. talking about the next the films for the next and year. To that I say
1: fine. I fine.
2: fine well
0: people that. are saying oh Zach's, Zach Zack Snyder must be happy cuz <laughs> now he Batman vs
1: Superman can rule Comic Con. Like, I know. guess. Hopefully, there's some more important comic related information other than what movies coming out. Eh, I'm projecting a little bit I'm on this show. I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh, all right. So that there. Oh, and well, we had some
0: corrections about news last week too that we'll put in uh, with the rest of the community stuff on the other side of the break. Also, Chris has a surprise for me that I don't even know about.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a miracle. Unbreakable. They love that it's a miracle. Unbreakable. They love that it's a miracle. Unbreakable. They love that it's a miracle.
0: Hello, everybody, and thanks again for listening to Cape Crisis here on the Laser Time Podcast Network. Uh, and, uh, you know, you appreciate all of your listening, you know, that makes, uh, even when, even when times are tough or I get down, I just think of, uh, you know, I have a lot of people who like listening to this show and it, it makes me feel good. And then, uh, all your nice compliments on Twitter and, 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 and on the episodes and the comments, like all that really does ha- uh, make me feel good. So, you know, if you just want to like tweet at me or, or say, Hey, good job. It is really appreciated. I definitely... I, I read all of it. I am addicted to Twitter. I, I cannot stop. Um, but also, if you'd like to support in other ways, you can go to lasertimepodcast.com and on that site, uh, the left side, you'll see a donate button. That is a PayPal donation. You can just click on that and give a little money our way. It is the... Uh easiest way to directly monetarily support the site, just think of it as giving like a little tip, like it's the tip jar. It really helps out, you know, it's 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 not free to host a podcast, but it's always so it's always appreciated. Anything you can use to help. Also, there's a t-shirt store right below that. You can buy an amazing laser time t-shirt. Or on the right side of the screen there's a bunch of links to Amazon. You can just buy a bunch of stuff off Amazon. Doesn't have to be worth suggesting. It can be anything off there, just buy something through the link you opened and a little bit of money comes our way and it doesn't cost you anything extra it's great also be sure to give this a review on itunes if you haven't given it a review yet you know give it the five stars uh, write up something like hey this guy's cool i like this like please really that really helps us out really helps out the visibility of cape crisis and now lastly it's time for the hanks corner pick of the week I talked up Howard the Duck number one by Chip Zdarsky and it reminded me of Sex Criminals the second volume of Sex Criminals just came out uh, the second collection of it written uh, and, and drawn by the amazing team of Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky it is one of the most intriguing weird funny singular books out there about people who can stop time whenever they orgasm and it is just it is also just a very like Frank discussion of sex in in a way you're not used to seeing in comic books. It's a really it's a really cool book. I really enjoy it, and so you should be sure to check it out. Uh, buy the first couple volumes; they're pretty cheap from from Image. Uh, there are links to it on this week's episode page on LaserTimePodcast.com. So go to that, the one hundred twenty eighth episode, uh, and now back to the
2: rest of the show. Avengers of Simbo!
0: back to episode 128 of Cape Crisis. Uh, again, I'm Henry Gover, that's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. I know you're not all following, I'm, I'm this close to 4,800 followers. a boy, Hank. Wow, you're gaining on me. Um, but alright, so in normally we do Superhero Spotlight,
1: but... Indeed. Well, why don't we all still right. put... Just there, the Just that feel Here. better, everyone. Uh, but I was... Trying to make a little... I don't know what... I get off on these little... I have a lot of free... Not a free time, but I like trying to come up with things that I've never seen anybody do before. Uh And I wanted to make an article about this. I don't think I have enough. I wanted to call it Batman Cares. Oh, okay. Five PSAs starring the Dark Knight. I found Mm -hmm. four. Four? I only found four. I just assumed I would find an absolute shitload of great, old-timey Batman... Uh, public service announcements with Batman <laughs> ple- like begging me to vote or not do drugs. I remember Sorry. I pulled up that classic Spider-Man register to yes. vote video. Spider-Man's where, got... You know, a long time ago. He's got a couple but uh, um, I just assume... But Batman's been around slightly longer and like... Uh, yeah. Let's just say... Be, well, long enough before, 60s, like anybody really gave a shit about, like, well, in 1966,
0: like Batman was the most famous thing in the world. Yeah, like, God, I worked. Or I want in America,
1: fucking box that so hard. Um, yeah, I, guess, I can lend you my blues if you want. I suppose we can start there, and it'll just get progressively sillier. I thought I'd see a ton of Adam West doing like local. Please <laughs> give to him. Give to the 4H Club, and uh, not at all. I found one starring Adam West, one, and it's boring as shit. Um, Since the government, all right, let's hear
3: this. Hello, boys and girls. I have a special message for you from the President of the United States. (laughs) Let me read it to you. I salute the boys and girls who are buying United States savings stamps and bonds through the Treasury School Savings Program. They're learning the lessons of practical citizenship and of wise money management, and they're giving important support to the cause of. Get started uh, today. What do you say?
1: no music, mm. he doesn't even... And I knew it was going to be bad ed, bad audio because he doesn't even say, I'm Batman. Well, he He's not shut, even very Adam Westy. He showed up ah. for the... It was a public... Yeah, he was he just doing him. his
0: due diligence. Mm-hmm. Like, probably... I don't know, the post office called him and was like, could you help us out, Batman? <laughs> and Adam West? And, like, he got, like, probably no pay for it either. Like, probably ABC or Fox studio, 20th Century Fox just agreed to it.
1: And I... Because... I, and what and then I'm like oh shit here's another one but it doesn't have Adam West in it and yeah. weirdly because like I think the show was only on the air for like two years two, it was years. a
0: flash in the pan it was so but popular and episodes. then it was like yeah,
1: yeah they made him fast like um, it shows but uh, there's another PSA it stars Burt Ward what but clearly not Adam West and it came out in like 73 or 74 mm-hmm. and it doesn't even star either of them it stars it stars Bad it stars Batgirl I think it, I think it's the same person who played her in the series. But again, this, okay. is, this is almost ten years later, and you will not believe what it's for. Hmm.
3: A ticking bomb means trouble Ooh. for Batman and Robin. Holy breaking and entering. It's Batgirl. Quick, Batgirl. Untie us before it's too late. It's already too late. I've worked for you a long time, and I'm paid less than Robin. <gasps> same job same employer means equal pay for men and women. No time for jokes, Batgirl. It's no joke. It's the federal equal pay law. Holy act of Congress! If you're not getting equal pay, contact the wage and hour division, U.S. Department of Labor.
0: Kaboom! <laughs> Exploded right after that. I had never so the only one of these I could name was the first one with Adam mm-hmm. West, just which is very boring.
1: That one at least has like a through line and a plot. It has a through line, but um, the asshole in he wants to say, have that fight go for you, Batgirl. Well, no, I think the problem...
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing nope. it's not a complaint people have anymore. Like, no, I... Uh, well, but also, like, neither of them are getting paid anything. They're not yeah. doing... Like, Batman doesn't pay either of them. I guess he... He rewards Dick with like living in his place, but Can we like, call
1: this episode "Rewards
0: Dick." Rewards Dick. I'll make a note of it. <laughs> um, Don't really do that. Um, that uh, yeah, but uh, also the just hearing Batgirl like talk about a, a piece of legislation that came through in the seventies, mm-hmm. like or late sixties. It sounds like one of those LBJ type things. But then meanwhile, like the guy LBJTT, that guy shows you just how much. Uh, Adam West put into the character that wasn't Adam West no that's what I'm saying this guy not being Adam West saying the same type of leaden lines but without the cheesy wonderfulness of Adam West almost
1: like Frank Zappa as Powder Toastman (laughs) I'm saved (laughs) yeah he's just like
0: not now not now Batgirl what I
1: definitely didn't want to do I wanted so badly live-action Batman (laughs) Uh so desperately, but of course I had to resort to super friends and these are all boring and oh, awful. Of course.
3: Holy harvest, Batman. Good to be out in the country. Casey Casey Batman, Robin! Hi, Mr. Brown. Robin and I were hoping we could buy a snack. This is the place to get some great ones.
1: They pulled the Batmobile what? up to a farm. Hey, Mr. Brown and it looks it and nobody nobody seems to realize this is absurd. I love it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> My guess. Apples, tomatoes, celery—it all looks good to me. Right, Robin. Fresh fruits and vegetables make some of the best snacks there are. What do we have, Batman? Any of them, Robin. You can't miss. That's the spot. Better than junk food, Robin.
1: <laughs> cool. boring as fuck. And again, this is why I shouldn't have done this at all. Because this is great visually. Mm-hmm. Um, this is about the dangers of choking and batman teaches robin how to do the heimlich maneuver on him that, that could totally be misconstrued i don't know if it's super friends but it's uh, of the same air of animation it's probably you no know, robin
3: quite often people choke on a piece of food they're eating right what can you do for them well if i were choking you'd stand behind me wrap your arms around my uh-huh. waist <laughs> then make a fist with one of your hands and put it against my abdomen with your thumb against my body slightly below my rib cage grab your fist and press in and upward <coughs> You might have to press and push up more than once. Try uh, it again. It's uh-huh. important to get it right. Someone's life uh, may depend on it.
0: Ooh, so,
1: everything the ambiguously gay duo is is embodied in that one very yes. real. Teach me how to Heimlich. And I couldn't find a fifth one. Uh, and I'm still going to make an article about if I can find a fifth one. Maybe I, you can show it to me. I know I've seen got I you know me. I've seen Milk print ads with I the bat want in it. Batman. God, I want the bat. It's, Instead, I had to settle for a short one with Superman because it's great. Don't smoke.
3: It doesn't make you grown up. It makes you a loser.
0: Whoa!
1: <laughs> you see, Clark? Uh, I love that music <laughs> The music hitting right after he says loser. loser. But my mom smokes. He's a loser, kid. <laughs> Ditch that dad. Um, uh, Alright, well, I think that was a and fun superhero that spotlight. That concludes our superhero spotlight.
2: Here, 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 here.
0: Like that. Alright. So last week's question of the week was, What do you think of all this diversity oh, in God. uh going on in the world of comic books? Now, as a very I knew I was opening a can of worms, but I will say I think people had pretty
1: civil discussions and yeah, people got back to us that it was not a terrible way to address it. No, I things.
0: think we heard from people saying like we we discussed it in a smart way. And also mm-hmm. like even the even the guy who brought it up, Garnzer, in mm-hmm. the in the comments for the the episode, like he didn't feel like we were picking on him and that's no. that's definitely what I want to say like there were maybe I'm not going to read too many that just that statements I totally disagreed with mm-hmm. on on the diversity question but mm-hmm. like I'm not if I'm gonna bring you up, I, I don't do this to say like let's talk let's make fun of the person because I don't agree no, with no, them. Like no, I, I want a
1: discussion here. Nobody is here to lecture anyone. And,
0: and I want it's... you guys to feel free to say these things. Seriously. Though, though it's also my show, so I I will have <laughs> I will have criticism, but not let's I'll be cool, yeah. guys.
1: I mean, it's not like we do this all the time, so please no cancel fucking uh, yeah, please let's don't like, don't give him my get it like twice a week for everything I do. Um.
0: So annual gift man who lives on the moon <laughs> and uh, one of my new favorites. Uh, he says, or they uh, say I am not a teenage Muslim American girl, but writer, but uh, writer G Willow Wilson, artist Adrian Alphona, and editor Sana Amana. Sorry, Amanat, uh, have made me identify and root for Kamala Khan. Good writing trumps any transparent business decision, and we should be happy that the team is bringing new perspectives and quality work to comics.
1: That is such a great book. And, and especially yeah, from that perspective. It's just a great book. It's it's, But even like, it's dealings with the Muslim aspect. I love that it's more from... It's not like this is what it's like to be a Muslim in America. I'm like, no, this is what it's like for an American teenage girl to grow up in a strict Muslim household, yeah. who also gets superpowers and and is a geek and is right. a geek. It's like yeah. this perspective most of us don't have, not being from immigrant families, because white people were born in America. Yeah,
0: and as uh, <laughs> and as uh, as I said before, I think making her a geek was such a smart move, yeah, like a superhero uh, geek, and it was a good, it was a great way of like. Well the nerdy guys reading this can't ident- likely will not identify with her background mm. but loving like nerding out about meeting Spider-Man and Captain Marvel and like remembering remembering their storylines to that point of just like that is something the geeks reading can identify with. Uh, Keegan said could be a gimmick, whatever, but frankly, I totally buy into these sorts of changes or additions of, of diversity. I picked up Young Avengers a couple of years back after finding out the team included two gay characters because the only other gay character I knew of in, Marvel, in the Marvel roster at the time had been Northstar. I wanted to see yeah. stories like mine, minus superpowers, of course, reflected in comics, and I understand why everyone else would, too. Uh, Stabby's Joe says... Diversity is always welcome as it can add uh, as it can add variety and new perspective to things for, uh, but but uh, when done naturally, particularly with established characters. As, for example, with Catwoman, who we brought up last week mm-hmm. had, uh, is, is now canonically bisexual. As I, I like as saying you, that. I believe
1: said uh out hardcore. Is that what you said? Yes. Eek sleep conquer like pussy Brock
2: lesbian. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. I wanted no Never comic book. So I wanted nope. no wrestling talk on this show.
0: For example, in Catwoman, such a new angle makes the most sense for her given her general characterization in history. Mm. I doubt uh, the same could be said for Batgirl, for example. Mm. But I can see people's concerns as I would be disappointed if Catwoman, they. Uh, it would, sorry as i would be disappointed if with catwoman they either just make her sleep around with other women which is shameless make her only there for serious relations which doesn't make sense for a character (laughs) with a relationship with batman or finish the story arc and never touch on that part of her sexuality again (laughs) you know there were people in the comments who also i saw you in the in the comments Hmm. for last week's episode chris Hmm. where people pointed out that like I also looked this up because they said that in the comics, mm-hmm. Harley and Ivy had yeah, sex, I did see that. and then you replied, like, I'm buying this issue right now. Yes. And But, like, I I looked into it, too. Didn't they still just, like, I mean, they just talk around it, and it's like, they maybe had sex, mm. but we're not, they're not officially
1: in a relationship. They like highly they. alluded to it and didn't fully show yeah, it, Yeah, so they it had like plausible deniability in the way yeah they only
0: they wanted to go both ways on it eh, get it <laughs> uh sir squeaky says i think it feels yeah, i think it only feels jarring or gimmicky to some is because it's such a difference to comics maybe mm-hmm. we're all too used to having white males on the cover of every comic it can feel a little forced now but i think that's what it needs to become uh, it becomes the normality there has to be a change I'm all for it. My girlfriend wanted to get more into comics after we got together, mm-hmm. and when I took her to the comic shop, she wanted a female-fronted Marvel comic to read. So
1: Good luck. Uh, well, there's, more of, <laughs> there's, now, now. there's yeah. more of those than ever
0: now. There's more of those than ever now. Cinosaur says, I feel like... Uh, I feel like man of the... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to read that one. Why? Yeah, it's, it's a confusing... Sorry. All right. Let me start over. I feel like man of the superhero identities spider-man captain america green lantern etc are very much a mask that can be put on another character mm-hmm. when you take mm-hmm. a new when you make a new green lantern or the shield changes hands mm-hmm. you can uh, get an interesting new take on an icon where i draw the line is when they decide to start changing peter parker steve rogers mm-hmm. or hal jordan these people have history and meaning as part of their as part of their time behind the mask if making a character black or gay when they clearly weren't before doesn't change them, mm-hmm. then there's no value to the change.
1: Well, I mean, to that end, Marvel doesn't do that. Right yeah. now, the Falcon is Captain America, mm-hmm. whose name eludes me at the moment. <laughs> uh, Sam? Sam Wilson. Um, it, that eludes me right now. So we're, we're, the controversy sparked up because somebody dug up some information that the next Marvel movie would be a black Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Right now, there is a black spider-man or a latino
2: african-american
1: hybrid i say sounding the most like a nazi ever half black half latino uh if you think about it the amazing spider-man continuity might have been the 616 Mm -hmm. and maybe the avengers are in the ultimate universe anyway well so they'll meet miles morales well mm -hmm. peter parker existed there too didn't he all
0: right so then dr dr pepper says uh, it's very gimmicky. We need to stop vilifying people for targeting the biggest audience possible. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, most decisions are made off of expected profit. It's easy to call for diversity when it's not your job uh, when it's not your job on the line if it fails. Also, how many of the hashtag activists mm-hmm. are are reading the new Captain America, Ultimate Spider Man, or Thor? Yet they're the first ones to vilify anything with a white dude, knowing damn well that there's no malice on the creator's part. For using said white dude.
1: I I do sort of agree with that. I get that. I definitely
0: get that defensiveness. Mm -hmm. And I think like he can... As somebody who's read a lot of comics, I've seen people complain about representation in comics when I I, I feel
1: like you didn't read
2: these. I made a joke
1: about it. I was joking when we did the bit about Spider-Woman, but Mm -hmm. the majority of people complaining had never ever in their lives seen Spider-Woman and would never ever read an issue of Spider-Woman. Though, I... I'm not saying their complaints weren't valid. No. But, like, they don't actually care. My counter to that is that, like...
0: My counter to that is that, like, maybe they weren't... Maybe they aren't buying it because because they didn't see stuff on the covers they wanted. But, I mean, that's... And, like...
2: eh,
0: And and also, I do think, like... The books starring white males are still around. Like, mm-hmm. there will always like they're they're all around. What like, do you
1: think's in the burger up? Oh, you're
0: not going to lose more of them. And also, like, it is it is also about who's behind the scenes. And like, people like I I love seeing people like G Willow Wilson oh. like join up. But like, there are it is it is not a diverse group writing
1: writing and drawing the thing. You just mainstream comics. pointed out to me. Right, this just that, but that's that's who's buying comics. Mm. And that's a scary the white white typically white males are the yeah. ones buying comics and all you can do is wait for them to die off uh, or you can garn- you can garner new users. Well, new I think readers.
0: I think that might be where Marvel is coming from too. Is it's like, yeah, the the economics are mm. these are the dudes who traditionally buy it, but I think Marvel and DC now know what that caps out at, and mm-hmm. that's about a hundred thousand and most per month
1: on a single issue. I got it. The next Marvel Studios movie has to star Margaret Cho and Kevin Hart. We'll <laughs> land <Sure>. everybody. <laughs> uh, we
0: saw Hannibal Burris, wasn't it awesome? The, yeah. I loved his Kevin Hart jokes of just like that. He was just saying, "Well, they were." He was nice about them, but he was just like, <laughs> "I'm sure we could." He like, said this was his roast jokes that people haven't
1: heard yeah. these yet.
0: No, well, he was he before the roast jokes. He was just saying about Kevin Hart of just like, oh, you're you're the same as me except you like try harder or you like oh. you're doing more shit than me. I like, thought
1: you were going to reveal his roast jokes.
0: No, I'm not. Yes, let's repeat verbatim his roast jokes. But they haven't. Those won't no. happen for a while. No, heard I know
1: roast jokes for Justin Bieber already. See
0: Hannibal live, and mm-hmm. you will see, you will hear his roast jokes. Maybe. Yes. Congratulations
1: um, on your success. I hope it'll last. I, I'm sure it'll last forever.
0: See, so yeah, Doctor Doctor Pepper, I. I get your... I, I get your... Well, what about the, the uh, article you had pulled that? up on
1: my fucking computer, mm-hmm. Henry? Uh,
0: well, I actually didn't read that yet. It, it was a response by Kate Leth, who's one of my favorite uh, little uh, Well, it was somebody complaining about
1: SJW, blah, blah blah, blah blah. And, like, I just had this conversation with a couple people in regards to DMC. Mm-hmm. Um... And and I'm in this situation as a content creator because, like, we started out with an established audience. It's hard for us to reach new people. All we can... We lose more people than we gain because, I don't know, we're not servicing the right audience. Nobody really knows. Mm -hmm. But the idea was that, like, typically the people who have bought comic books were white males because that's what there was in the 1940s primarily. (laughs) And it makes sense. And, Mm -hmm. like, uh, well, what did they... What did they say? What did she say about it? Um... That's what the new 52 was An attempt to uh, correct Virtually nobody buys comics But people who have been Buying comics for decades Mm -hmm. And that's what the new 52 Was an attempt to correct It was an attempt to shed Most of the theorized reasons Why comics weren't Drawing new readers Because the comics Like physical comics Probably digital comics That business is Kind of dying It makes less every year yeah, and like uh, what she's saying is, comics weren't drawing new readers, and to create something that would bring in new readers who love superhero movies uh, and would try superhero comics. Um, and New Fifty Two didn't totally work. It was kind of the same thing. You just can only depend there's on just this. no background. You're not to reaching it, out. Your, still... I had this this conversation a ton, and I, I don't have to have it as diplomatically. Thank God we streamed DMC this week, and everybody Dante, that's not Dante, and like <laughs> Dante is that what they that's call? A yeah, that was a well, that was that. definitely a thing, and it was just like it was sort of like sorry, dude, like. Dante was a like I love the world and I love character designs Japan's always better at character designs Uh, he was a cornball anime character and he was (laughs) never ever gonna win over any new fans except for people who are already fans already it was worth trying to see how big of an audience this could capture because it's a cool fucking story and a great game yeah and it was worth trying it doesn't negate the other one we live in a world of multiple Batman for fucks sorry this is a huge part of my made my life a living hell For for about a year yeah so I was trying to, find, trying to vent about that that was, the, it was an effort to do to keep Devil May Cry in the and, and like you can look at that as a, uh, keep, keep the property in the hearts and minds of people See, see that, like, maybe see that this is a, a character that generations will love instead of just dying off mm-hmm. by trying to please the typical base who let's be honest didn't have a lot of options and weren't asking it that much the, for, the longer we go the, the more clever people have to be to maintain an audience yeah. and so that, like a, D, a DMC game now has to try harder uh, and I don't know I just I, I hated that reaction to it like this mm-hmm. isn't what this isn't what I'm used to um, oh and then uh, so yeah shut up those, no those were those are my favorite comments uh, and it's, oh yeah it's not we, a yeah. cynical thing like of like more people means more money and like no from my perspective like more people means more fans mm-hmm. more fans means more love more passion more good experiences we all can share back and forth as, if things aren't harder to share with one another and I could see I could see them from the
0: outside, like uh, the the editors are on the outside mm-hmm. and they say, like, you know, a billion people saw the Avengers. Why aren't a billion people buying comic books? Yeah. Maybe it's because we've like just Why not, do we sell them? Not not just beyond the like white dudes aspect of it of just like no matter who the race is, a comic book shop is can be an off-putting thing. Like it it's you have to brave it to get in there. And so they want If there's at least more stuff on the covers like that like that reflects something other than just the the power fantasy that's been around for 50
1: years, you know... I I said it to... Off the record at the time I worked for the company about Dante specifically, it's like, he is a cool-looking character. And that's all. (laughs) Until you do something more with the story. You know what you don't want him to become? Mm -hmm. Woody Woodpecker. (laughs) Woody Woodpecker became famous in cartoons... Right now, he's the star of nothing but mud flaps. Maybe he's <laughs> on a snow cone at Universal, the very thing he became famous for, which still exists. He's not a part of. It would be. It would be like congratulations, Marvel and DC, unsuccessful movies, which look like they make undeniably a vast, vaster son of, <laughs> sum of money than the comics. I can't yeah. imagine the conversation doesn't take place. Let's stop with the comics, thing. Well, I think I think the comics will keep uh, Marvel. I think both companies are like.
0: No, no. These are where we get the plots for the movies. Mm-hmm. Like what they're they're paying people to write stories for the comics, mm-hmm. but what they're really doing is like shopping around idea. Like they get to pick and choose whatever they want for their freaking movies. I, like,
1: still, I still think comics have value beyond that. Even in your cynical marketing sense, they'll sell action figures and T shirts yeah. just by being cool characters on the page, and that's where good ideas can come from because it's easier to convey risky and bold ideas in comics than it is in a movie or a television show. I think so too. And that's that's why that tying it back to the beginning. I, like last man on earth I don't think ever would have worked unless there was like an established like here look at why the last man look at walking dead like this is a mm. concept that can work on television yeah because here's how the story goes
0: end of the world stuff man it, that is it does it say something about me and my relative laziness that like him his like garbage house full of whatever he wanted I was like that kind of seems like what I want right should now. should be cautionary
1: either.
2: should be
0: cautionary I
1: kind of wish I had that, I have lived though, like, like that before I, I shall not again
0: uh but man, oh, wouldn't it be great? No, no, no it uh,
1: wouldn't. Absolutely. Taking a shit in a swimming pool. Henry. Well, I wouldn't do that?
0: <laughs> wouldn't, well, sure? if I was the only person alive, yes, I would, sure, I would one hundred percent do that. Um, there Did were you a have couple, sex with Kristen Shaw. There were a couple of. Yeah, if it was only us, with the only the two of us, I was like, I will not have sex with another human ever unless it is with her. Yeah, and also like I like Kristen Shaw. Like I, I find her attractive. Yeah, friend of friend of a friend is married to her. I should probably shut up. She's also <laughs> she's also hilarious and just awesome. And like, we should not be judging a woman by her looks. This mm-hmm. is not right. Like that's wrong. I no, but the, the, I'm I love the, the to reaction to the premise
1: is... of the show. And it's not it's not about it's about who her character is. And like, yeah. Will Forte fucking hates her but needs to fuck. Yeah, though and she's <laughs> also right that he's like I think oh. he's the only person he can do it with. Though
0: she's also right that like will forte's a loser like mm. felt like she's like you're in your 40s and you were a temp really and you <laughs> you didn't want to leave arizona why like what the hell's wrong with you like
1: all right there were a couple extra comments i wanted to uh highlight i just wanted too. to reiterate i do like this article because i've had to say it again for reasons i promised to not mention on podcasts anymore about games uh yeah. it's Yes, it's a slowly aging pool of white men—a losing proposition. Kids don't buy comics. Teenagers don't buy comics. Virtually nobody buys comics, but people who have been buying comics for decades and not changing and not reaching out to a broader audience—just this is me, not now, not her—just means dying a slow death.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that, and you, you, nobody need to wants open that. up the pool. Yeah, you man, need to open it up. And
0: if, yeah, if if switching up characters and making a more diverse thing than mm-hmm. just like. Most of these characters were created in the '60s, mm-hmm. yeah, like mainly by Jews, mm-hmm. like they, and, and like mainly by people who lived in New York
1: City, and the Lizard Illuminati,
0: Henry, and they were making things for Middle America in a very white world. Like every, and, and I don't want to make it sound like comics were bad. Like how many how many TV shows had yeah. a black person I, like I, it's a regular character? I actively
1: like, resent the criticism that superheroes are all white, power or male white male power fantasies mm. because to me it's like well, occasionally I feel really helpless <laughs> and would like to do better things yeah. for more people and I get to live vicariously through these people and it's not like I'm going to kick this guy's ass like no I can make a difference I think it's a
0: point of the times too of just mm-hmm. like when they were when somebody's making up a character like and he's just an everyday kid who then gets mm-hmm. superpowers. like yeah, right everyday kid white face got it mm-hmm. like no. that. that's just yeah. it's just what conjures their mind they, they yeah. It's not. I. I now. I feel like I'm sounding like you and Warner Brothers. Cartoons, but mm. I don't think that's. I know that is it, an intrinsically it never came racist from, approach. It never it's came a, from a malicious place. But it's just. It's what they it's thought what of. Know. It was like this is normal. See, you like write this. what you know, and that's what you know. Uh, and this is the world around me, and mm. this is entertainment I'm seeing. Now, I'm not saying that's good enough and you like I think people should strive to Mm -hmm. discover new things and go outside their comfort zone like I say that as somebody who's very boring and doesn't do that but but I'm saying as a creator like you you should reward them for trying to like you should reward a person for trying I think to make it more diverse but
1: you can and again well there's always the status quo mm -hmm. to go back to
0: there there are also like 8000 8000 8 8 million issues of comic books Mm -hmm only starring white mm-hmm. people you haven't read them all I'll just tell you right now you mm-hmm. <laughs> haven't like if every comic if if white men were barred from comics
1: from, from now on you would still have a mi- like 8 million comics tree that oh, were shit. all white people just reminded me I got an email somebody to talk about Asians in comics I mean, thanks for reminding me.
0: Uh, but okay so some extra comments I wanted to bring up was one one pointed out that I was very wrong that Hawkeye is mm. In the Age of Ultron trailer and scenes oh, where he isn't, God. I do. And remember people him. saying thank that you. he's like the the first. A lot of people said it, but the first person was Hero zero zero one, mm-hmm. and he says, "Don't worry, Chris. Hawkeye is in all the day, those daytime scenes. You can spot him in the bottom left of the overhead shot. So we still have no idea who Joss Wh- Whedon will murder horribly.
1: I don't. Well, when he murders people horribly, they're all people." within the universe that he created mm-hmm. I don't think Marvel's gonna allow that kind of thing uh, poor Colby
0: Spoulders man I'm gonna miss her she murdered what? No, I'm just saying like who's who's expendable now? Um, nobody uh, die. I'm naive.
1: Nobody uh, could ever die. Do you hear me? God? But
0: then it was like double. The Hawkeye thing was double emphasized mm-hmm. because Hawkeye will be in Civil War, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the other mm-hmm. announcement. So with Hawkeye in Civil War, now you have really kind of half the core Avengers are in Civil War now. Like, it's an Avengers Junior movie. Mm-hmm. Which almost, like, I kind of want to see more Winter Soldier stuff. I want to see them follow up on Winter Soldier, not just do... Like lay in the groundwork for the uh, Avengers Infinity that War. That was really cool. God damn it! And then Rick Rickamore had a great. We were totally stuck in on what Girl Friday means. Yeah. And we we forgot that uh, the Robinson Caruso phase, uh, like, craze yeah, that was I swept did. swept pop culture back then. Like, if you watch all those old cartoons, mm-hmm. there's like at least one Robinson Crusoe yeah, episode for everybody. And this obsession with like his man Friday who is just like a almost nonverbal native on on Robinson Crusoe's oh, Island. oh Jesus and is he was like oh it's fr- my man Friday so mm. a woman who takes on those characteristics of Friday which is a great assistant is your uh, who you are not sexually attracted to is
1: the girl Friday I love my time with those old cartoons but they have kind of ruined me in a really weird pop culture sense. I remember I was quoting cartoons and my parents would laugh. Both Dr. Livingston, I presume, <laughs> and Fancy Meeting You Here. And I'd say it, my parents would. So I started saying it everywhere all the time. And I was this little eight-year-old yelling Groucho Marx and Heart of Darkness references. <laughs>
0: Dr. Livingston. That was so... There was a million... Yeah, that was in so many of them. It's mm-hmm. so funny how like the pop culture of those no, days...
1: Right. Like bled into those things, you're right? You're right. I mean, the only ones we can even recognize from like Bugs Bunny cartoons Are the Superman stuff, and the Lone yeah. Rangers, barely the Lone Ranger stuff. Barely. Thank you, Johnny Depp.
0: And then you might say, like, Humphrey Bogart is that a <laughs> guy?
1: Uh, like, I, I'll recommend Casablanca is worth everyone's time. Mm-hmm. I could, I could, I think I watched it like twice last year. Fucking great. Uh, so He's we, the coolest.
0: So we talked about the importance of canonicalness mm-hmm. uh, and not caring too much about it. So my question week this week is what is your favorite non-canonical story in the world of Marvel or DC? or Like, side universes.
1: Just on the subject of Daredevil, because I think I read this and you didn't. Uh, Daredevil, End of Days. No, a, I read that. Eight-issue run. I saw Bendis court somewhere, like, this is totally canon. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It begins with the death of Daredevil. Yeah, I guess he's just saying
0: all this stuff happens with Daredevil and then the
1: end comes And, and of all the superheroes in the universe... Well not of all But uh, but it makes sense for Daredevil to die mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: He can't do that forever It's a real challenge It's a challenging book because like He is dead like
0: he dies It's also So what I didn't love about End of Days Is like it is so obviously Citizen Kane I was like I get it It's your Citizen Kane riff Like, And he just He hits it so hard A little like, bit
1: But then it's also the story I, I love Eric And um and it's a, there's a remember another daredevil pops up and he's like what the fuck, uh, what is all this? Bullseye kills himself. Um, yes, and has a rosebud moment, and but they end up killing Daredevil, but. The reveal makes makes you feel better about the person that he was. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it, but like it. Let's spoil the end. No, it makes it makes him no. feel like it makes Murdoch feel like a more whole person.
0: And I like when they check in on his old supporting cast and mm-hmm. like Punisher, what's going on with Punisher? There's a lot of awesome. Matt Murdoch said, "I think it might be fun to run a newspaper. paper <laughs> I run right. this
1: it's a Citizen Kane reference. I'll I'm lose... doing it again.
0: I'll lose a million a year on this law firm. At this rate, I'll be after... broke and. 30, Thirty years. 30 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good.
1: Uh, the greatest. Uh, well, mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would uh, I'm gonna go with
0: All Star Superman, which is another mm. final story, mm-hmm. and and it is the coolest Superman's ever been, I think, and the best art. Frank Quiley does an amazing job, yeah. and it's also like it it showed me the side of Superman. Like, look. I do it too much on here. I have not brought up Man of Steel mm-hmm. in a long time. And this isn't really me bringing it up here. But what I love about All-Star Superman is that it made it made Kal-El... It showed his compassion. Mm-hmm. He barely punches shit. Like, it's about him it helping. He doesn't do much. He helps people. And there's, mm-hmm. like, this one beautiful scene. Like, I would just frame this poster of just, like, Superman's doing all this stuff. And then he sees that, like, there's this suicidal young person who who is calling... Uh, their doctor, and but the doctor's stuck in traffic, and then the the young the young person is up on the ledge, and then Superman just shows up and stops them, and just like your doctor really is late, your says you're stronger than you think you are, and then just hugs yeah. hugs them. I was like, wow, that's beautiful. Like it I promise just. Promise you won't
1: try to stop. Uh, I won't try and stop
0: you. No, it's just so, it's just such a beautiful scene of Superman, like empowering people like Mm. that's one of the most beautiful scenes ever like it's superman like superman has no like he doesn't have self-doubt like he believes in all of us like Mm. that's how that's how great he is and that they that they imply it's partially because like they're good people
2: color they wish to be
0: that he can see everything like he can see everything in the air on every level and spectrum that he sees how connected we are in ways we can't see like Mm. he it's, it's such a beautiful thing so that when I see a Superman that's just mm. punching dudes and killing a guy at the end of the movie, like I, I wanted to see that kind of compassion in Superman. I hope they bring that up. That, that doesn't seem like Zack Snyder's
1: strength. I, I'm actually not even sure that's the best way to be in his establishing movie. Yeah. Like get to those weird decisions, those I don't know. I know. That's well great. like I, I I did you did you know they made an All Star Superman animated film? Yeah.
0: Did you see it? I mean it was like it was one of the shot for shot recreation, so I, I I enjoyed it, but it was like really, visionettes or No, I'm just no no no. It was it was fully animated. It was no no, but film, like but, but still, like
1: it like All Star Superman is entirely one story
0: no but it, it is a series of the it's like it's it sticks close to the book and that's good i love the one
1: he gave lois lane his powers for a day yep because so you can see how it, was it beautiful mm-hmm. It's beautiful there's so many so yeah look up all-star superman there'll be links to buy that on this week's episode along and with other stuff i'm resurrecting a couple of older features that have gone dormant for a while one of them because uh, there's a lot of all-star superman when i did um i, love making, I when I read comics, I tend to do it on my iPad and I screen cap them and then I blow them up and then optimize them on, my, on Photoshop to be wallpapers for your smartphone and tablets. Uh, Those are great. And the Those Superman one, that's, most of it is All-Star Superman um, because that art is beautiful. Uh, and I'm going to re- resurrect that this weekend All at right. lasertimepodcast.com and it might be Batman
0: so you can answer what your favorite non-canonical story is in the forum post for mm. this week's episode which there will be a link to on the episode page for this one and if you want to ask us any extra questions put them in the comments I might just answer them on
1: next week's episode
0: uh, so I guess that's about it right yeah. uh, so plug time go
1: to lasertimepodcast.com we got a kick-ass episode up with a special guest Louis Peitzman of uh, Buzzfeed's TV editor, really, really smart and funny dude. Yeah, he uh, has a
0: dry wit. I think he worked well with us. And like, I, the, I, I appreciate all the people saying like,
1: I should be back. Like, mm-hmm. he was, he was great. Yeah, a couple people I saw were sweet enough to like um, say you were awesome on the show. Thank you so much. That that reflects well on us when like people are nice to our guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, without <clears> even <throat> uh, just a beautiful thing. Like yeah. that's that's all we're trying to do is to connect ourselves to this larger universe of pop culture fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more on the way. Yeah, I hope so. Um, and then there also, uh, well, oh, there's also The thing that has made me Happiest today uh. and you, I promise you no wrestling content uh, There is there is an Amazon Highlight article that shows you the best new releases On Amazon right. where you can get comics And save money on pre-orders And just doing that through our links And the links on the right hand sidebar on com Does help us out enough of you do it It costs you nothing, you get something on Amazon Where you're probably getting shit anyway And uh, gives us a couple cents Like 4% of your sale, no big deal uh, one of the highlights, I'm like, I'm not putting this in the 15th Airbud movie. They've <laughs> they've kicked out golden retrievers. It is Jack Russell's, and it is called Russell Madness in the WrestleMania font. And the pictures Man, from the film. they probably were too afraid of getting a. Uh, if they called it Russell Mania, yeah. they were afraid of getting sued. I bet. And the pictures from it of a dog, a Jack Russell wrestling and getting body slammed, <laughs> are the <laughs> funniest. I keep looking at it and giggling throughout the entire show.
0: Oh, uh, that's amazing. Have you have you seen uh, any clips from the the Flintstones movies out? Like the. the oh movie, yes. Flint... Yeah. No,
1: that's it's it's in the subcategory of. Shit, I haven't wrestling related shit I haven't seen and I can't believe exists. Yeah, it's oh boy, and it featuring CM- featuring Daniel Bryrock and CM Punk Rock. Yeah, and haven't even gotten any more clever with their. DIY I love that Punk. CM Punk is all over it.
0: Like he quit a year ago, mm-hmm. but it takes so long to make cartoons. They featured him highly in it, but anyway, uh, and there's also VG Empire, the video game music podcast, Video Game Apocalypse, the video game podcast. Cheap Popcast,
1: the pro wrestling one. It's the cheapest.
0: There's so many wonderful things to listen to on the Laser side oh, Podcast. it
1: too early, but there's a new episode of EG Empire. Um, that's Bomberman. Bomberman. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, re- I
0: really like that one. I liked Bomberman music more than I thought. Yeah. I can't wait for volume two. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Brett finds too many songs. He
2: does.
1: Man
0: of uh, the ship. All right. So yeah. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next week. And until next time. Excelsior!